You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Well, Joe Leah, let me ask you, isn't that the beauty of it, that, uh, I, that I'm so good at it? I think that's the point. No? Right. That's right. That I'm, I'm just so good at it. Now, here's another one. I get a, a tweet from Dino Palmieri. He says, as of 2013, the Yankees had hit 11 home runs in the All-Star game. So unless the Yankees have hit 89 home runs in the All-Star game in the last nine seasons, of which I don't believe they played one in 2020, I don't, I don't think that answer was accurate that it's Roberto Kelly. And you went a little deeper with your research. You said Roberto Kelly never even hit a home run in the All-Star game, right? Nope. In his two All-Star appearances in 1992 and 1993, he did not hit a home run. The people that did. So what kind of question is that then? I don't even know. I don't know where he got it from. I don't know what, what game he was, what All-Star game he was watching in it, either 92 or 93. The people to hit home runs in those years were Ken Griffey Jr., Ruben Sierra, and Will Clark in the 92 All-Star game. Will Clark, where did he go to college? Mississippi State. Gary Sheffield, Kirby Puckett, and Roberto Alomar in 1993. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it was just a brutal question. And for those wondering who hit the 100th career home run in the All-Star Game's history, that would be Jimmy Wynn of the Los Angeles Dodgers in 1975. And there you go. So we have now remedied what ailed us in that Stump Rothenberg segment. All right, what I'd like to do now is spend a couple of minutes – you know what? I was going to say on the Knicks, but it doesn't really make sense. Why don't we do? Why don't we table the NBA till eleven thirty? And I think it makes sense to do NFL here because we're going to do the frenzy at eleven fifteen. So I'm going to veto myself. We're going to do NFL here, leading up to the frenzy at eleven fifteen, and then at eleven thirty, we will then do a little deep dive into the NBA. So that's what we're going to do, and it, it it brings us kind of kind of back to uh to the start. And that's where we began the show, and that is is the Jets. And I think the Giants are on the table as well. But, you know, I, I, I got a call before with the Jets and what they do, and it's just – here's the thing. I know that people are, are squeamish or nervous or whatever the appropriate phrase might be about Zach Wilson, right? But he, he's an NFL quarterback. He's the second pick in the draft, and I'm not asking him to run around back there. See, some of the stuff he does, I'm not, I don't want that. I don't want when there's three guys on him, he rolls out and throw it away. I don't want him in that position. What I want is for him to make the safe throws well. Three-step drop, guy on a slant, hit him in stride, pick up the first down. Okay, that's the thing. And you get a call like we did earlier of the gentleman saying, you know, I, I don't even want to throw the ball. I want to throw it 20 times, and I, I, did, I solely want to run it. Why? Why? This is a monster game for the Jets. You can't baby them. You can't treat them like they're children. You need to go out there, and you need to be aggressive. And these takes of, you know, if you have three and outs, well, that's fine. I'd sign for some of those. Why would you sign for three and outs if it happens Fine. You can't afford to turn the football over, but yet you can't go out there and think you're going to win every game 16-13. You know, I know people are so excited with the defense, and you should be excited with the defense. I, I, honestly, you should be to the moon about what this defense is. 
They have playmakers. I mean, Quinton Williams is a is a, he's a star player, is what he is. There's tremendous excitement surrounding this team, but you know if you run through the quarterbacks the Jets have beaten, you beat Jacoby Brissett on a miracle. You beat uh, you know Mitchell Trubisky. You beat uh, Skylar Thompson. You beat Rodgers, which is big time, and you beat Brett Rippon. So, I, I mean, I need you to I need you to score points. I'm not looking for, and this team has scored points up until this past week. They've scored almost every every win, right? What they scored 31 against Cleveland, and was it 24 against Pittsburgh? I think they scored a, a bundle. Was it 38 or 40 something like that against Miami? Put up a, a high 20s against Green Bay, I think. So I, I'm not going into this to this game tomorrow thinking I'm going to win it with a run game and with defense. I, again, I don't think I need the elite quarterback play from Zach Wilson. But I'm also not going into this game thinking to myself, yeah, just go out there and be a be a placeholder. No. I'm sorry. It doesn't work like that. Now, whether it's this week or next week or whenever, you're going to need Zach Wilson to make plays. And I, I think it starts tomorrow because I don't think I don't think you're winning this game with tough defense and running the football effectively. And that's the goal in the game plan. That's that's the game plan from 1970. That's not the game plan from now. He was a second pick in the draft. He's got receivers. He's got a running game. You want you want to roll him out. Right. You want to do bootlegs and get him out of the pocket. And if he tucks it and runs great. And if he and if he throws it to a tight end, that's fine. But I don't care. You want to say, here's the thing, Zach, in a big spot, I don't want you running around 20 yards behind the line of scrimmage and making a throw across the field to some guy on the opposite sideline. Fine. But you got to make plays with your starting quarterback in this game. You don't win in this league without a quarterback. We know that. Right? The Giants are playing well. Their quarterback is playing well. You think there's a direct correlation? Of course. I mean, look at the good teams. Best team in football. I mean, Buffalo, Kansas City, Philadelphia, whoever. What are they? Quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Baltimore is good. Quarterback. Right? I mean, you you can't win. Who, who won the Super Bowl? They have a quarterback. Who would they go up against in the Super Bowl? They have a quarterback. Like you, Tom Brady, he's been a quarterback. You need to win with your quarterback. And again, I don't know that you need an elite quarterback, although I think you might. But I'm not asking for that tomorrow. All I'm asking is for the quarterback to throw the ball and to be safe and to be effective. And if that's too much, then you know what? Maybe you don't have the quarterback. And I want to see the Jets run the ball. And I have no issue with establishing the run. But this idea of we need to win in spite of the quarterback, A, is a terrible take. B, it might even work this week. There's no way that's going to lead you to where you want to get to. And one week, the other team's going to put points up on the board. You're not going to hold the opposition to seven points or nine points or 12 points or 15 points every week. At some point, you're going to need to score 27 and win a game 27-23. So go out there and get good production and good play from your quarterback. Nothing crazy, but good production and good play from your quarterback. 1-800-919-3776. You know what we've walked you right up to? Joe Leo.
You you know where we are at this portion of the show right now. Would that be a frenzy? That would be a, a football frenzy. Uh, now, quickly, I get I guess the guy E that was on uh, was on hold, and he said I finally got on Stump Rothenberg. He hangs up on me, totally dismissed me after asking a volleyball question, saying he clearly doesn't know what we're doing here. Uh, is it is that accurate? I mean, he showed you. He sh- I mean, I hung up on him because that was part two, and that was not you need to now ask where did they go to college question. So you're right. You had no idea, and you got to be better. Now, here's what we're going to do. It's time for the frenzy. 1-800-919-3776. You can go anywhere you want to go. You want to go Jets. You want to go Giants. You want to go Eagles. You want to go Cowboys. You love the Bears. Anywhere you want to go. And the only parameters are this. You come on and you ask your question. It's very rapid fire. 1-800-919-3776. You love it. I love it. And it's next. 1-800-919-3776. It's called The Frenzy. And it's next. And it's only right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. It's time for a frenzy. <laughs> a football frenzy. You could say that 10,000 times and it still wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. A football frenzy. Any team, any player, any question. Look, you heard the conversations we had during the commercials. You know what we might do? I, I think we might bring it to air starting at 1130. Because I don't think anybody's ready for it. And I think it would be terrific. I, re- I really, really do. Now, the frenzy on 9870 ESPN. Brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. We're not asking for a lot here. I pick up the call, you ask the question, and you're out. No, how you doing? Thanks for having me on the show. Big fan of the show. I enjoy you and Rick during the weekdays. None of that. All you do is ask your question. Joe Leo, I think it's fair to say, of everyone that walks the face of the earth, you are not not the brightest one, right? Is that fair? I am not the sharpest tool in the shed. I, I will. Do you understand that. the directions on the frenzy? Absolutely. Okay. Very nice. So if you get it, then is it fair to say everyone else that's waiting on hold and about to make their call should also understand? Any rational human being with more than two brain cells should be able to follow these instructions. All right. We will see. Dan in Saratoga. Dan, you're on the frenzy. Out of the four major sports in New York, right now, who's the best coach? The best coach of the four majors. Well, it's not going to be a baseball guy. It's not going to be a basketball guy. I mean, hockey. I I think I'd have to say Brian Dable. Right? I, I, is that is that homerism? I don't I don't think so. I think Brian Dable is is right now. The best coach in New York sports. I don't think Yankee fans are going to argue with me. Jonathan in Oak Ridge. Jonathan, you're on the frenzy. Zach Wilson's, Zach Wilson's final stat line on Sunday. Zach Wilson will go 15 to 28. You know what, Harvey? Write this down. Let's see how accurate we are here. You ready? Go ahead. 15 of no, no, no. I'm going to change. Zach Wilson will go 17 of 32. 221, a touchdown and an interception. You have that written down? 
17 of 32. That's just over 50%. 221, one TD, one pick. You got it. You got it. There you have it. CJ in the Bronx. CJ, you're on the frenzy. Will the Eagles win the NFC and go to the Super Bowl? No. But I'm not sure who beats them now. I mean, right now, I think maybe the only two teams that can get them are Dallas and I think what San Francisco is going to turn themselves into. That's got to make you nervous because the NFC is not great. Right, Green Bay frauds. There's no way Minnesota goes on the road and beats Philadelphia in Philadelphia. The Rams are frauds. The Giants are a great story, but are not doing that. The Buccaneers stink. The NFC South is awful. The NFC North is not very good. So I stand by it. The only two teams right now, now things change. I mean, if there's an injury or something happens, of course things change. But as we sit right now, in my opinion, the only two teams that can get to Philadelphia are San Francisco and Dallas. Josh in Queens. Josh, you're on the friends. Only two teams right now. Now things change. I mean, if there's an injury or something Josh, happens, turn your radio down. Oh, by him. Brian and Bergen. Brian, you're on the frenzy. If the Broncos lose tomorrow, God willing they don't, how awesome would it be if they fired Nathaniel Hackett and leave him in London? I got to tell you, I, I mean, I, I know you joke about leaving him in London. I think if they, and I was reading a report from, I forget who it was. I'd like to give credit, but I, it was someone at ESPN, maybe Jeff Darlington, a report that said if they lose this game, there are rumblings that there's a, a good chance they're going to move on from him. And, and I'd almost say, how can you not? They, they look awful, and he has done a terrible job with this team. Anthony in the mail truck. Anthony, you're on the frenzy. Standard league. I traded Christian Kirk and DeAndre Swift for Devontae Adams. I have uh, McCaffrey, Etienne, Aaron Jones, and Stevenson. Is that a good trade or a bad trade? Can, can I just give a word of advice? And and I, I mean this in, myself included. Nobody cares about your fantasy team. No, really. Nobody cares about my team. Nobody cares about your team. Just just nobody cares. So to call the frenzy with a question about do I have a good fantasy team? And, and I think Anthony's great, and I appreciate his calls all the time. Nobody cares. Shelton, Staten Island. Shelton, you're on the frenzy. Do the Vegas Raiders turn their season around and make it to the playoffs as a wild card? You know, they were 1-4. They're now sitting here at 2-4. and four. They take on the Saints tomorrow. But if you look at the Raiders' schedule, right, it's, it's at New Orleans, at Jacksonville, home to the Colts, at Denver, at Seattle. That's not the most daunting schedule on the horizon because you got to like their chances to win tomorrow. Then you go to Jacksonville, which you got to like their chances. Home to the Colts, you'd think they'd win. At Denver, the Broncos are, are just an abomination. And at Seattle, which is not an easy game, but not brutal, um, I think they have a chance. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I, I, I unequivocally think they go, but I think they have a legitimate chance. 
to go to the postseason. 1-800-919-3776. We go wherever you take us outside of your fantasy, which we disparaged already. Sean in Puerto Rico. Sean, you're at it. You're on the frenzy. Oh, no. Sean's not there anymore? Oh, it's a bad job by him. Let's go to uh, Chris and Beth Page. Chris, you, my friend, are next up on the frenzy. Giants, Jets, combined wins, 20 and a half. You going over or under? 20 and a half. I'm going to go under. I, I, don't, I, I don't think you're going to get a 10 and 11 win season from these teams. I find that hard to believe. I think the Giants, I think the Giants can get 11. I think the Jets are nine-ish. 10 would be tough. And if they get 10, do the Giants get 11? I'd go under 20 and a half. I think it's fair to say. Dave in Queens. Dave, you're on the frenzy. Is this how it ends for Matt Ryan in Indy? Ten games on the pine? Or does he get a second act this year? Uh, no, I think he's probably done. Especially if Ellinger plays decently. Like, if Ellinger plays decent football, how could you possibly go to Matt, back to Matt Ryan with what you've seen from him? He looks horrible. Now, the offensive line is not great. And Jonathan Taylor has been hurt. But if Ellinger is decent, I think they, they ride the rest of the regular season with him. And he'd be the, the quarterback of the future uh, if he looks okay. And they're excited about what he has got, what he brings to the table. Ryan, Long Island. Ryan, you're on the frenzy, bud. Cliff Kingsbury gets fired if they miss the playoffs or don't get out of the first round. Don't get out of the first round? Uh, I would say no. Uh, I don't think they're very good, and I don't think they're going to get in. That's probably an eight-win team, and I think they probably roll it back with Cl Cliff Kingsbury again. Uh, Pat and Colonia. Pat, you're on the frenzy. Gun to your head, Dave. Jets or Giants cover this week? I got to be honest. I don't like either. I think both teams lose this week. Giants are getting three. Jets get two and a half. I'll, I'll say Giants, but I have very little conviction in that answer. And there you have it. That's another addition of the football frenzy. Blow it dead, Harvey. That's the frenzy brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, the triple blended, triple distilled, and triple cask matured Irish whiskey. Make sure to grab a Tullamore Dew during today's action. Remember, when it's game time, it's Tully time. Please enjoy responsibly. The Knicks, the Nets, and sadly, Kyrie Irving. All that next right here on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. One other thing before we get into the Knicks, and that is, and I mentioned it earlier, but I don't, I don't think you understand the full magnitude of this. Go to kshow20.com. It's that easy. And, and I heard them say you can go to 20, like spell out 20, you can go to the number 20, kshow20.com. On November 18th, it's the 20-year anniversary of the K-Show, and it is a blowout event, a blowout event. You can find how to get tickets, who's going to be there. By the way, and I, I feel like I'm paling in comparison, I'll be there, Rick's going to be there, Carlin's going to be there, of course the three guys on that show are going to be there, but now we have, like, these are legitimate guests, like big celebrity guests. Nick Mangold is going to be there, and... I think it's fair to say one of the biggest stars in New York football will be there, and that's Sauce Gardner. So you're gonna, and that's just the, the beginning stages of who's going to be there. 
So all you have to do is go to kshow20.com to get tickets and to see us, the people that work at ESPN, and the big stars in the sports world as well. All right, so I I watched the Knicks game last night, and I I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, I I was really disappointed. Not that they lost. I think you go into a game against Milwaukee with the expectation of they're probably not going to win the game, but just of the performance, just of how, I mean, you know, Milwaukee is a very good team and, and nobody takes anything away from them, but they don't have Chris Middleton, and you look at their, their backcourt of, of Grayson Allen and Carter, and I, I mean, I guess Holiday's a really nice player and a good defender, but I mean... You should not be getting destroyed on the glass. You know, all I hear from Mitchell Robinson is he wants to be an elite defensive player. In fact, defensive player of the year is something that he has said numerous times so far. Well, last night would have been a really good opportunity to go out there and just light it up. You know, just have a, a, a defensive game that really set you apart, and you didn't. You know, you got, you got hammered on the glass. You know how many offensive rebounds Milwaukee had in this game? They had 19 offensive rebounds in this game. That's a lot. All right, and and I don't know whether you have this same feeling that I do. And again, it's not the loss that bothers me per se. It's more just the way it looked. You, It looked like a team that was maybe the class of the Eastern Conference or certainly the upper echelon of the Eastern Conference going up against a team that's whatever. That that that's like a, a a gnat on them, you know. Like they they're whatever, they're fu- they're fine. That's what the Knicks look like to me. You know, you, you see what Orlando. And again, I don't mean to beat up the Knicks. The Knicks are three and two, and they're above five hundred, and and they've been entertaining so far this season. But did you see what Orlando did to Charlotte last night? Orlando, who was winless heading into the game, beat Charlotte by like thirty last night. And the Knicks took every ounce of what they are to beat Charlotte in overtime at home, uh, a, an undermanned Hornets team. So I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I'd, I'd like to see a little bit more from this team as we start the path down the length of the regular season. And here's something, and I don't know if you feel like this as well, that ha- I'll be honest with you, and I thought Julius Randle was just was bad last night. He didn't shoot well. He got back into his, you know, give me the ball and get out of my way. But here's what has me a little bit concerned, and that's the three-point shooting from R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett is going to be asked to shoot from three. And if he's going to, I mean, every time he rises up and takes a shot, you hold your breath thinking to yourself, it's not going to go in. And more times than not, you're right. And more times than not, they're not very attractive-looking shots. You have the point guard now in Jalen Brunson. If you can't get R.J. Barrett to stand outside and knock home some threes, you're going to be in big trouble. You need perimeter shooting desperately. So, again, back to my point. I'm not up in arms over a loss to Milwaukee. I'm really not. You expected to lose the game. I can deal with it. It's the way it looked. It's the fact that they crushed you on the glass. It's the fact that they're without their second-best player, and they had no—I mean, that game was easy for them was easy for them. And I thought that was kind of a litmus test of how long can the Knicks keep it competitive and what the, what can they do? And I was sorely disappointed. So we'll get your Knicks calls, 1-800-919-3776. And, you know, you shake your head. 
because you, you think it's only a matter of time before Kyrie Irving has another another thing, right? It's only a matter of time. Little did I realize that that thing would be this thing. And it and honestly, it it's sad. It's embarrassing. Uh, if you didn't know what he said, we'll, we'll get to it in just a moment. But the owner of the Nets had to come out and condemn what his star player had to say. We will get to that in really, in 2022, the fact that we are still here is a sad testament and just it's pathetic is what it is. We'll get to it next. 1-800-919-3776. Rothenberg with you right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. But that's not even what has me so annoyed. And so um, I guess angry would be the fair description of how I'm feeling right now. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. It was, I think it first appeared. It was an article in Rolling Stone. Uh, Kyrie Irving on social media, very supportive of a film based on a, a, a book full of anti-Semitic disinformation. And he's all about it. And he's I- Instagram and tweeting it and... I don't know what to say other than it's it's repulsive, and I, and I know what's going to happen. Kyrie's going to he's going to be the victim here, right? And why are you guys all coming after me? Well, the owner of the Nets had to come out and, and explain to everyone how bothered he is by this story. And here here's the tweet from Joe Sy. He says, "I'm disappointed that Kyrie appears, and again, it's appears. I I look forward to hearing because you know it's going to be asked next time he has immediate availability what Kyrie has to say here. All right." Here's the full statement from Josai. I'm disappointed that Kyrie appears to support a film based on a a book full of anti-Semitic disinformation. I want to sit down and make sure he understands this is hurtful to all of us. And as a man of faith, it is wrong to promote hate based on race, ethnicity, or religion. And, you know, I'm so disturbed by this. And, yes, it hits home because I'm a Jewish person here in the tri-state area. But I'm, I'm... I, and I, I'd like to think I'm one of many of you. I'm, I'm anti-hate. I'm not. I, I don't promote hate. And to sit and think that there's an athlete in, in this tri-state that plays right here that is promoting the propaganda of anti-Semitism is so disgusting. And I want to hear what he has to say. And I want to hear him apologize. And I don't want one of these garbage Kyrie Irving apologies of, oh, I'm wrong, sorry. No, I want you to own it. Because if you don't own and it's always something with this guy, isn't it? It's always something. He's always got to have the attention drawn to him. You know what? It's not okay. It's not. And if he thinks that it is, and and in this area, I mean, it's not okay anywhere, anywhere around the world. But now all of a sudden, between Kanye and Kyrie, it's it's disgusting. And it needs to stop. And I joke around a lot, and almost everything in my life is, is a laughing matter. This is not. And I would have the same reaction if it was anti-anything. There's no, there's, there's no runway for that here. And I want to hear what Kyrie has to say. But you know what? Good for Joe Sy coming out and immediately going after him. Because there's, there's, there's no two sides to this story. There's no two sides to this story. It's repulsive is what it is. Be better. Be Dave, anti-Semitic. To cheer you up, Ray yeah. Santiago's in studio. Hi, Ray. How are you? Hi, Dave. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry about this. Disgusting. I'm sorry that this is a topic that you had to be uh, drawn into on Saturday morning. I'm pretty sure you went went to sleep not expecting this to be a thing. Well, I saw the story last night, and I, I think I I went to bed with just having read the Rolling Stone story, and then I was like, ugh, he's gross. And then w- seeing what Joe Sy did, uh, good for him. Good for him. I have a lot of respect for what Joe Sy came out and said, but I mean, what what's happening here? That this is that this is allowed. That that this this, this man will come out and 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 make anti-Semitic, you know, remarks, right? This is it's terrible. It's insane. And, and you know, we, we joke behind the scenes about all those times, like, oh, boy, the Nets, you know, there's there's nothing but drama coming out of Brooklyn these days. But, like, in my wildest dreams, nightmares, whatever you want to call it, I didn't think that something like this was going to come to the forefront. Like, I mean, it's uh, – I wonder what he's going to say when asked about this because knowing Kyrie, it, it's always a little bit of extra there. And he's probably going to try and put it on a level of, that we don't understand, and he, he does. But I, I just I, – I don't know that there's any it, positive spin ha- on it's this. It's hard. Now, maybe he's going to say something. The, I think the only way out of, out of it for him, Ray, is if he comes out with something to the effect of, boy, I, I, didn't, I didn't realize. Like, I, I only I, – I don't know. I, I don't, there's no win here for him. Unfortunately, when it comes to Kyrie Irving, when has he ever done something like that? When has he ever shown any sort of contrition or, hey, maybe I was a little bit ignorant about this? I've never seen that from him. Right, but but with the, there's no this, this is not like two sides. Like even I, I got the vaccine, you got the vaccine. I think most people that we speak to got the vaccine. But at least you could see that as a story where there's two sides. There's no two sides here. Yeah, this is not vaccine. This is not the world is flat. This is like something this is completely now. This different. is now. Re, it, it's repulsive, is what it is. It's repulsive. And I, you're, you know, you said it, and I said it before you did. And I know if you heard it, I really look forward to how he responds via media and i don't want to hear him as the victim of oh the media is all going after me because i made a no 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 no. the media is going to ask you the question because you took your foot and jabbed it right into your mouth and now answer the questions now answer the questions it's it's a shame um, i mean on it's so kind many of, it's, levels it's, 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 it's kind of it's kind of fortunate in a way that you've had a, a show to sort of react to it yourself i mean and i almost wish that we had the normal Three hours with Rick and RJ and myself, and we could all just react to this and let the let everyone kind of have their say on it. Well, I, I, th- I think that though, we right? will on on Monday morning. I mean, we're so busy. On yeah, Monday mornings. there's so much going on on but Monday. But this is yeah. such, a, such a big story, and so I mean, with, with with what Kanye did, and now he's being ostracized, and rightfully so. Now for for uh, Kyrie to come out and, and make similar statements, it's just I I want to hear more before I continue. But when I do, if he doesn't do and say the right things. I don't know how you go to a Brooklyn Nets game. I really don't. I think you have to go with with your your tail between your legs. It's it's not good right now. It's definitely it's, not it's, good right it's now. It's not it's not good. Let let's let's finish up on a at least a different note because it's such a disturbing topic with Kyrie. And that is Sanjay in Connecticut. Good morning, Sanjay. Yes, hi. Thank you so much for taking the call. I'm a big fan of the show, Thank and you. I will say that tiring to hear about Kyrie. I'd prefer not to even go there as you know same old Kyrie. So we'll leave it at that. But I'm a lifelong Nick fan. Dave, I completely agreed with the analysis you were giving yesterday. I was excited. As the season started, Knicks are playing better. And this was a litmus test. I was like, you know what? It's okay if they lose. It's never okay. But it's all right if they lose to Milwaukee in Milwaukee. Let's go out there and give a great effort. They really, it seemed like Milwaukee was toying with the Knicks. And I got to come back to Sibs again where you think he's learning, like last year he did not utilize the bench, relied on the same, what I would say, inefficient Randall and Barrett, and the same thing continued. If we saw the game, 
the bench was playing pretty well. Rose was doing really well. IQ was yeah, doing great. Yeah, quickly made a couple but threes. Edge, I got, yeah. I got to run, and I appreciate the call. But I, I did say, and and I do agree with you. I, I need R.J. Barrett to be able to at least hit some threes to open up the defense a little bit. All right, guys, have a great weekend. Go Giants. Go Jets. Should be a great New York football weekend. At least, hopefully. Anita Marks, and then the Rangers next. Uh, Ninety-eight-seven ESPN.